You are now tapped into the coolest reptile podcast in the world. It is Monday. You know what that means? It's New Breeder on the Block series on the Trap Talk Reptile Podcast. What is good, everybody? It's your boy, MJ. This is your first time tapping in. Do your boy a favor. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell so you're on top of every single piece of content I drop here. Um, not only do I put out lives, but I'll be putting out some other pieces of content on this channel. So excited. Uh, one of the most... Uh, I don't want to get into it yet. Hold on. I'm going to chill. But guys, please hit that subscribe button, especially if you're into reptiles, keeping, uh, breeding, admiring, all the above. I'm telling you right now, if that's what you're into, this is where you need to be at, man. Especially if you are one of, uh, you know, you only keep one species and you want to learn about other species. Dude, this is what makes this channel so relevant because you can learn about so much in the reptile world. And I want to say thank you to all my subscribers out there. Thank you to all my viewers. Um, Thank you to all my dude, all the early birds. Early birds are cracking right now. I'll get to you guys in just a second. But I do want to say that tonight's episode is brought to you by the Reptarium, number one reptile zoo, in my opinion, in the United States. Um, I've never been to any other reptile zoo outside of the country, so I can't say the world. And I don't want to put cap on what I'm saying, but I will say right now that the Reptarium is the nicest, sickest, freshest, hardest, dopest reptile zoo that you could actually go experience in the country i feel like so if you um check it out i gotta tell you what first and foremost if you're going to tinley congrats cannot wait to see you but if you are somebody who wants to continue to go to tinley try to make it a habit to stop by the reptarium okay it's a few hours away but it's so worth the car drive and just flying out of detroit um and i'm telling you right now you don't want to miss an experience like the reptarium especially with the uh, Aqua Reptarium being built right across the street. It's going to be nuts. Cannot wait to go check it out. Um, and I got to say thank you to everyone who's been showing love and support to the bar checks and uh, just you know being there in a positive way. Uh, shout out to everyone who's uh, just there for him. Good, good time to be there for, for Brian. I also want to say this episode is brought to you by Freedom Breeder, number one stainless steel racks made in the United States. If you got a Freedom Breeder rack, you know where it's at, man. Professional level of rat producing breeding and reptile producing and breeding i'm telling you right now man if you got a freedom breeder rack in your collection in your room shit if you got a wall of them you are so legendary super player shit freedom breeder it's like a fucking pfft, the 90s okay that's all i gotta say thank you jesse thank you to the entire freedom breeder crew the team who's been putting in mad work keeping up to the keeping up with the demands and, and just busting out that Number one quality when it comes to stainless steel racks. Appreciate you guys so much. Uh, if you are looking for exclusive content, if you want to support what I do more than just a view and a like, if you want to tap in with some amazing longevity reptile keepers in the game, 
telling you, man, some real ones, over 160 motherfucking real ones in the game. Go down to the very first link that you see, or the yeah, the links link that you see. Uh, Trap Talk Patreon family, come join the Patreon family. It's such an amazing time. Once you join the Patreon family, you get a link to the Discord, which will tap you in with all these trappers. Um, so many different channels, so many things to go back and forth on in a good way. Um, you want to sell snakes, you want to go buy snakes or reptiles, doesn't matter, man. Like, so many different things going on 24 7 popping in the Discord. So come join the Trap Talk Patreon family. I want to say shout out to the Patreon members. And if you're in the live chats, which I always know you are, my, my Patreon members are very, very loyal. Um, so I'll get to you guys in a minute, like I said, but thank you, Trap Talk Patreon family, the coolest Patreon family in the world, and that's a fact. Cannot wait for Trap Fest. Big things popping at Trap Fest. Who's going to pull up? What big-time breeder is going to pull up to Trap Fest this year? Guess we'll have to find out, right? Invite only, Patreon members only, and then I have my list of celebrity uh, breeders that are going to come. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Love it. Join the Patreon family. Um, also... Follow me on Instagram, TrapTalkGod619. If you want to see what's happening uh, with like you know, my animals behind me, I got awesome projects that I'm very passionate about. And then I also have ball python stuff that I sell. So if you want to tap in with that, please um, go give me a follow on Instagram, TrapTalkGod619. And then also go follow me on Morph Market. Um, you know, dude, I'm not hurting on Morph Market, man. I, I'm selling shit pretty, I don't want to say quick, like it's not COVID quick, but it's selling. So go, go follow me on Morph Market, um, the Trap Exotics on Morph Market, because I do have another good set of animals I'm about to go put up there here shortly. Um, and yeah, thank you for all the customers that I've been, you know, I, I mean, I think within the last couple of weeks, I've gained about three new customers. Um, and it's just, it just feels good. Love it. Reminds me that, you know, it's fun what we do. It's all, it's all love and fun. So thank you so much. And uh, if you got that trap heat, make sure you go post that shit. Tag me. Let me know. Early, early birds, who's here? Who's ready to rock and roll for this legendary podcast? I'm fucking so stoked. Herb Collectors in the building. Big Mike, I'm telling you right now, man. I'm going to say this with all due respect. Probably one of the most influential up-and-coming reptile podcasts that I've been, I've been enjoying listening to. And he's a good... Uh, he's a very, very good example on... It doesn't matter how many times a person's been on a podcast. If you're if you're built differently than all these other fucking, you know what, dude, you could bring on whoever that's been on a podcast and do it differently. So I got to say, this man's doing it right, and I'm, he's worth checking out. Um, business mindset when it comes to his shit. So it's very important. You know what I mean? I, I like to talk about everything, right? But this guy's, I feel like he's focusing on the business mindset of things, which, you know what I mean, a lot of us grownups could, could use. So... I'm telling you, Big Mike, you're doing big things. I appreciate you. Herb Collectors on YouTube. Check them out. Check them out on Instagram as well. Trap Certified. Thank you so much for your support, dog. Um, big Mike, 76 Exotics, the first OG Trap Talk Patreon member to ever join the family three years ago. Love you, Big Mike. Working with Condros, working with Ball Pythons. Uh, will I see you this year, Big Mike, in August? Are we going to have another barbecue, lobster barbecue sesh? I hope so, bro. Literally, please. I really hope so. I thought that, I thought I was going to die after that trip because it was so perfect anyways love you big mike uh diego in the building cruise family constrictors my right hand right here who i miss see you soon right dog we'll talk soon big big time uh helper right here of mine but also just a fucking real deal homie diego cruz appreciate you dog chip indo we got trouble guys listen cheers to chip i want to say i take responsibility for this guy but i don't so god bless have a good time chip 
Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. Appreciate you so much. Heathen Hatchery in the building. Big time Trap Talk Patreon member. Team Zoo Dreams all day, every day. Appreciate you, dog. West Kentucky Exotics. What's up, West Kentucky? Thanks for being here. Appreciate you. Nick Shanky. Shanky. What's up, Nick? Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. Dude, his last name's Shanky. I think that's hard as fuck. Sometimes I just want to fucking, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. That, was, that got a little aggressive. Uh, big, big Nick Shanky in the building. Appreciate you so much. Blunt Man Reptiles. Somebody who's getting some amazing trap heat sent to his FedEx hub station tomorrow. Be ready for that, man. Tag me. Trap Talk Patreon member. OG Patreon member, too. He's been around for a minute. Appreciate you, dog. Eclipse, my sweet and homie in the building. Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. That's why Patreon, uh, this is the coolest reptile Patreon family in the world because I got global Patreon members. My homie's from Sweden, and he's players fuck. He don't sleep, I don't think. But he's, he's players fuck. Sunshine State, Sulphur's in the building, the homie Wes, Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day, the homie Will, 217 Pythons, Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day, the homie Ricky Bobby in the building, above all scales, Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day, NW, Herptological in the building, Trap Talk Patreon member, another reptile podcast that is not to be slept on, one of my, one, one relevant podcast, I would say, hella, doing things differently, doing things his way, but bringing people together, that is keys constrictors okay the homie keys the prophet and keisha that's a duo right there they're doing big things i salute them trap fucking certified all day every day appreciate you guys so much keep doing your thing uh joe testefano young upcomer right here man and i owe him many many trap shirts and i got you bro trap talk patreon member all day every day i appreciate you wise guys forget about it what's good thanks for tapping in Chantel, what's up pacific rim serpents trap talk patreon member team zoo dreams Big time support from the homegirl. And look who it is. These two. I don't know if it's Jonathan or if it's uh, Kayla. Either way, these two are coming to Trap Talk next Monday night, which is going to be amazing because that's the week of Tinley. Who else better than to bring those two on? Up and coming brother and sister duo. Now, they, they've been doing their thing. I cannot wait to tap in with these two. Uh, so, But go give them a follow on Instagram um, and go check them out. Guys. Also, if you're in the live chats tonight, don't be sleeping on the super chats, man. Let's get the super chats cracking, especially if you've got a fucking important question for this young legendary player, Aiden Bradley. I'm telling you, man, if you're in the Condro game, think of that last name, Bradley. Let it marinate, all right? Because we're going to learn a lot tonight. This guy's, I feel like breeding is in this guy's blood. We're going to tap in. It's, it's going to go down. So do what you guys got to do out there to stay hydrated, get your mind right, but strap up. Get ready, because it's going down. Episode 313, New Breed on the Block series, coming at you right now. Cheap. You ready to do, do more in the future? Trap yes. Talk podcasts? Yes. Man. Only, only Trap Talk. Exclusive. Yes. Exclusive. Oh. So stop calling us. From the spot, get the club to pop. When I come up with the crop, God love it, love it or not. I'm hot from the hop to the club to spot.
and we're live with Aiden Bradley. It's okay. SoCal Beowax is that or be, dude? I, I, I <laughs> tell me, dog. Yeah. School me already. Beowax. Beowax. Okay. Yeah. And that's a locality of what? 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 what or what is? No, that? no, no. That means monitor lizard in like Indonesian languages. Wow, this war, you're already speaking. <laughs> fucking, you're already speaking Indo, dog. Damn, that's hard. <laughs> How you doing, yeah. man? Good to be here. I'm, I'm yeah, so I'm good. glad you're on here right now. Thank you so much for being yeah. here, bro. Thank you for having me. Are you still in school as far as like high school or where are you at? Because I know you're young. Yeah. I don't know how young? Yeah, that's my senior year this year. Damn. <laughs> senior year talking to this old ass fucking fuck about chondros and many <laughs> other things. I got to say it's an honor, bro, because, you know, to mm -hmm. be doing what you're doing at that age, you could be doing <laughs> many other things to go fuck off. You know what I mean? Um, so... This is going to be great, bro. I, I, I got to say what really tapped me in with what you have going on is, you know, your legacy, you know, your uncle, who your uncle is, right? Um, yeah. Was it that, was, was it what I assume you, you, you were just brought into snakes because of him and you got into it or, or how did that start? I'm curious. Um, more really from my dad, but my okay, dad, cool. so Ed is my dad's uncle. He's, he's my great uncle. So Shit, legend. my dad got into snakes from ed and his brothers so yeah i've been around them since i was little and yeah. like how was it chondros always what, what was the snake no I, my first reptile was an argus monitor when i was oh. like four or five my dad got two of them <laughs> damn but I didn't get, my first chondro i got like a year ago so you're fresh into the chondro game yeah okay cool awesome um but, you know, obviously, before we get into the talk of the chondros, you know, throughout your whole time going through school, I mean, how much has it been about breeding? I mean, is breeding just been something new to you, too? Or if you've been yeah. establishing breeding experiences throughout your whole, you know, your youth? I'm curious. So I got a pair of ball pythons from Ed in like 2019. And uh, I bred those like three years in a row. Nice. I actually got rid of them just recently. But, um, Last year and this year was my first year trying to breed anything else. How old were you when you bred the ball pythons? Um, 15, 14, 15. Pretty easy, right? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much just put them together, like have heat. But let, let, let's, let's be real. Was it still cool, though, like to, to see them yeah, hatch and all that? Like you, it, right. That's my what I'm saying. Clutch, I, had, I had two blue-eyed Lucys on the first clutch. Okay. It was a Mojave to uh, lesser pairing. All right. Yeah. Damn. Um, and what you do? I'm, I'm, you probably just sold them, right? Yeah, I sold all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you know, how, how was it with, you know, I think it's awesome when you have parents who kind of like influence you to do the animal thing because, you know, I, without yeah. that, it's really impossible, right? Like you're under, you're under their mercy. Like if they, they yeah. say no, they say no, right? Um, yeah, when, at what point were like things starting to build up in your room? Like when it, when did you like start having your own kind of, personal collection going like what you have there what, what age i'm curious um it was never really on this scale until recently but i've always had like a few like glass tanks in my room with lights on top but never nothing like this until the past year or two it's because you don't want to fucking get a job or anything huh you're trying to <laughs> <laughs> no, no okay no, no. no serious serious so what what influenced you to like kind of turn it up a bit i'm curious i mean is it just because you're um, at that age or like what 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 made you kind of say well fuck it let me let me dabble into the whole breeding side of things i first just wanted to breed the dumerals monitors because i 
I got a female and I didn't really know they were that rare when I got my female and then I got them I ended up wanting a male because I found out how rare they were where'd you get them at <clears throat> um locally from person the female was on Craigslist actually and the male was uh someone on Facebook it's crazy the shit you could find on Craigslist man that's why like yeah. I can't even knock it bro like I I mean I because first and foremost my very first like 10 ball pythons came from craigslist and they were like yeah. super good deals but like you never know you know especially where we're at like we're in southern california so some people just got the most rarest shit and they don't even know it and they yeah. all of a sudden they just want to say fuck it i'm gonna sell it and half the time they don't even know how much they, they should sell it for you know what i mean yeah. um so you never know what you're gonna find bro that's a fact i gotta say um what what, what has been the biggest drive for you um because here's the thing you know as much as you're just now getting into things. I mean, you've already had your first full Python clutch. I mean, eggs that landed, right? Or have you actually successfully had a whole full-term clutch? Where are you at with that? For the ball pythons? Yeah, with the chondros. No, chondros, chondros. Oh, chondros, yeah, yeah. So, so I've had one clutch that has hatched, and I have two clutches in the incubator right now. Let's talk about that first clutch that hatched. Um, yeah. What Was this 2022, obviously, last year? Is this one that this went down or what? Uh, they hatched in January, but yeah, I paired them up in August. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. So, so these are technically 2023 babies, but they're like yeah. brand new. Like they're just yeah. Okay, awesome. Uh, what was the pairing? Let's kind of talk about the pairing. Um, it was a Biok to Biok pairing, both from Ed. And you and we got yellows. Yeah, they're all both parents were yellow. Oh, that's neat. Okay, awesome. Um, so both parents from Ed. And 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 they're proven breeders, or or they did they ever breed before, or no? No, they had they had never bred before. Okay, they're they're actually clutch mates from a 2012 clutch. Oh, so but they have age on them then. Yeah, they're both 10 years old, and they've never bred before. Yeah, never bred. Woo! I love it, man. <laughs> because, bro, when it comes to the chondros, and I'm sure you're going to agree to this, maturity's on your side 110. percent Yeah, like, definitely. I mean, I, God bless the people pulling it off at four, five years old. You just don't need yeah. to. You just don't need to. Like, like if you could just, if you got other shit going on for you, if you could just wait for that snake to get six, seven, even eight years old, this is the, like, you're going to have really, you're just going to have a better experience, I feel like. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I think so. so how many, how many total? Uh, there was 11 eggs and all, all 11 hatched. No slugs no slugs beautiful yeah. and, and, and i gotta ask you what 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 are the temps um i've seen you chime in in the live chats so i gotta say aiden i appreciate your uh your your involvement in the live chats when i have certain yeah. guests on you know what i mean that's when i know i have a really good guest on is when you're tapping in um <laughs> but um what, what what what's your go-to okay let's kind of talk about the the steps you took when okay first and foremost i feel like one thing that i don't really cover too much and i think it's important is the temperature you have your female during breeding and then after ovulation let's kind of tap in about that a little bit right so okay. what, what, are, what are the what are what are the temps for your adult chondros your, yeah. your females so normally like before breeding they were at like 80 ish on the cool side and like 86 ish right under the heat panel okay and then um when i dropped them down i dropped it down to like 76 ish on the cool side okay and then the heat panel is probably like 83 under it. Okay. Um, and then nighttime, it probably got 73, maybe 72 at the lowest. On the, cool side. What, on the cool side, right? Yeah, yeah. And what's what do you keep the warm side on? 
Um, it's probably like eighty-four ish, eighty-three. Okay. So you always keep that 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 basking in case they in case they want it. But yeah. there's also that other side that's a lot cooler, obviously. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Normally, when they're just building follicles, they'll they'll ignore the heat and they'll hang out on the cool side. Yep. In my experience. Well, that's what's happening. Okay, so right there, see this girl right here? Yeah. She's in her prelay shed, and she's on the far opposite end of the heat. She's hmm. uh, that side's eighty four, but this side right here is like right now during this time it's like. 79 80 ish on that on that left side yeah. uh so it's funny how that happens you know it's funny how yeah. it's 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 a time and place when they use the heat and when they don't use the heat um yeah. but, but but what i feel like the reason why i feel like the reason why i want to cover temps right now i feel like overheating these animals could lead to just you having unsuccessful clutches all the time what do you think about that yeah i think if they don't have the cool side to go to then definitely right sure so snakes, excuse me, the, the, the pairing that you had on this clutch, um, how many locks did you witness? Was it, was it kind of like they were going ballistic on each other or was it like a rare, like, you know, how, how many? It was, it was a lot. Yeah. Probably like 10 plus times. <laughs> and you're, you're where I'm at. So what, yeah. what, what time of the year was this? When did you pair? It was in August. I paired them a little bit early. Nice. Earlier made, than Ed said to. What made you pair? What made you pair them in August? I'm curious. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I just um, impatient. Are you? I mean, I, yeah. I mean, listen, dude, I I paired my emeralds. I'm impatient, yeah. It's all good. I mean, I'm excited. You know, thing I could say because also it doesn't hurt. Like worst case scenario, if they don't, yeah. if nothing happens, nothing happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. You. The only time where it could kind of become a problem, I guess, is if you have a male that you want to put to more than one female, and he's kind of like wasting his sperm or his fucking locks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But you know, there's. You know, you don't know until you know, especially if they've never gone before. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like you almost have to test the waters to see where they're at, you know? Yeah. Um, have you ever considered getting uh, ultrasound at all or no? Um, honestly, no, I haven't. I've seen that, but actually I know Kai has one, but he hasn't used it much, I don't think. Kai, Kai, Kai who? Kai fan? Yeah. Yeah. Why does Kai? Okay, so, yeah, Kai obviously has monitors and i'm sure that's what he would use it on so <laughs> yeah dude how far are you from kai? how far are you from kai about like <laughs> 25 minutes <laughs> dude i love that guy bro he's something else yeah he's, guys he, that's the grasshopper king right there bro yeah i look I, every time i look up and i see my thriving grasshopper colony all i think of the homie i i call him junior uh but <laughs> All I do is think of the homie fucking Kai, man, and uh, just be thankful because to have, you know, we can kind of talk about monitors right now. Um, a lot of people, like, here's the biggest problem, I feel like. Um, there's always, like, somebody new who comes in, and they find advice from somebody, and it's kind of like, you have to do it this way, right? Which, and some of this is like, okay, that's not a bad thing, but if we talk about, like, only feeding your monitor one source of diet that's a problem like they need they need everything i feel like right um yeah i mean and and i feel like a lot of people don't understand that before they get the monitor they they think well i could just feed it a rat once every week or two weeks or whatever and sure you can but why would you want to do that you know what i mean um and i'm just curious like what, what what's your thought on the whole diversity i mean you you obviously have success breeding monitors um is it, do you have a, a certain diet that you stick to and you feel like that's important to the success of getting uh, healthy eggs yeah, so 
For the Dumro's monitors, they mainly eat like crustaceans in the wild. Right. So I feed them shrimp and like crawfish and stuff. But they also get like chicks and quail and chick eggs and quail eggs and stuff. But um yeah, I don't I don't feed them rodents at all. And this is the Dumero's right now, right? This is I, I yeah. have the right one, right? Yeah. This, this is a, it's a rare looking rare, rare looking monitor, bro. I mean, I got to say this this has really unique like from what I've been geeking out with monitors over, this is just really cool looking, bro. Yeah, uh, they're pretty rare. And so you got, um, uh, again, you got this pair how long ago? So I got the female on the bottom of that picture. Right. In like 2019-ish. Okay. And then the male I got uh, last year in November 2021. How much bigger was the male at the time? Was he like, I mean, was the Way female? Bigger. Okay. Yeah. Which is always like twice, thing, right? still like twice her size. And so, how did you introduce them? I'm curious. I mean, was that something that you just kind of just winged it and see what happened? Yeah, or, or, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I watched them like the whole like for hours, but um, there was no like aggression at all from the start with those two. And they're they're for the most part together all the time, or how how do you yeah. how do you keep them? Okay. So they're separate all the time except for breeding. And that's okay. like every three months, four months. And I'm curious because this I know this is an important part to being successful at breeding monitors because when you have them separated, right, there's a time and place where you're going to want to throw that mail in, right? Um, but yeah. That, that all comes down to the heat being right and – enough food in the female i'm curious yeah. um do, do you have that moment like when okay she lays and you get her back on food or you get her eating right after the clutch yeah but where's the moment where you would go ahead and amp up that food uh, i'm, I'm yeah. curious yeah so she laid a clutch like 20 days ago and so i haven't really been feeding her much at all okay and then so when I'm getting ready to pair them up, I'll start feeding her a bunch, like not as much as she'll eat, but a, a bunch, a lot more, like twice as much as usual. And then like a week after that or less, I'll pair, I'll pair them up and continue to feed her heavy. And then uh, normally she'll refuse food. And uh, I normally only now I only let them lock a few times and then I'll separate them. So once she refuses food, that's when you pair um, normally she'll refuse when she's still in there with the male. Okay, right. That because usually, like, usually once she refuses, that's a sign to pull the male. Right. Yeah. You would say for the because that's 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 something I did. Thanks to my homie Josh scales scales fins and feathers because he's been he was guiding me with this Persinas clutch. You know what I mean? And um, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I don't I don't know what the I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. She laid <laughs> she she laid a clutch for me January of 2022. Um. And then I, and, and you know, it just didn't happen after, ever since. And so I saw things finally going in the right direction. And so one of the biggest indicators that he helped me out with was, you know, the fact that this female was eating every day, beasting out. Um, and then she looks plump. She looks hanging weird, doing all this weird shit. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, yeah. she just wants nothing to do with food. And I think I waited two days. Like I went one day, she didn't want food. And I was like, okay, for sure, she should eat this time. She wanted nothing to do with food. So then that's when my boy said, go ahead and pull her, man. And sure enough, right when I pulled him, she started digging. And she started like, you know, because she's she ever since I got him, like she's always been like a digger. And so I realized that she just wasn't digging anymore. And yeah. so 
you know, I feel like that's kind of a good thing. Like, I feel like they, I mean, they, I know they have test digs, right? They have areas they want to make sure that's good. But for the most part, when they're in that zone and they're in that hole for a while, there's things happening, right? For the most part, right? You would say, but that's why I love monitors, man. You got to pay attention. Like, if you don't pay attention, so you ain't going to be good at it. I'm telling you. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot more, like, tactile than the Chondro stuff. It's just a lot more, like, you got to study them a lot more, I feel like. Just watch them a lot more. I think Chondros, too, though, man. I mean, Chondros are definitely aren't no ball pythons. I mean, yeah, it, definitely I, not. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it, it's just, um, but but it is a lot easier. I mean, I don't, I mean, I feel like it's a lot easier to get a Chondro clutch, right? But now if we talk about establishing, it's a whole other level, right? Um, yeah. But, I mean, what was, what was... What has been your experience so far establishing baby monitors, like from what you've worked with? So they all have Ian by now. They're like 10 to two weeks old, 10 days to two weeks old. And the last one ate like yesterday or the day before. But um, they, all, they all just ate once they were hungry, I think. <laughs> now, is this your first monitor clutch or no? Yeah, first one to hatch, yeah. Dude, no way, man. Yeah. These, and they're they're just so fucking cool looking, man. Like, yeah, guys, they're crazy. You guys need to go follow Aiden right now, man, and see what this guy's working with. But th- this right here, um, you know, because they get about how big? Uh, they get like four four feet ish, three four feet. Okay, and you know, it seems like you know your stuff about monitors. How would you recommend this to a first time monitor keeper maybe they know reptiles they just never kept monitors do you think like this is a, could be a good introduction into the monitor game if you've never kept monitors before i think so but um yeah i, I don't know i think so but um definitely have to do your research for sure but that goes for any monitor obviously um right yeah their their care is not too hard they like it a little bit cooler than the other monitors i think and uh, a little bit more wet, I think. Okay, because they're they're from where? Uh, like Sumatra and Borneo, Indonesia. Right. So Thailand, the wetlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, you know, we talk about Borneo pythons and shit. Like those things, yeah, man. It gets <laughs> they they like it wet and cold over there, bro. It's nuts. Yeah. You know, and if you keep an animal like that too hot, you're not gonna have a good time with it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, These guys, I definitely still give them a hot spot, like a 130-ish hot spot, but uh, the cool end's like 70-ish, 75. <clears throat> now, you recommend recommendation for like an enclosure for a species like this would be what? Like, you know, I mean, obviously there's raise-up stages, but what would be the overall like ideal um, enclosure for a species like this? Um, I would say obviously as big as you can do, but... Um, I think like a six or eight by four by four is okay for one. That's what I have. Mine are eight by four by four back here. These two. Eight by four by four. So eight feet across, four feet tall, four feet deep. Yeah. Okay. Tight. And so these monitors are mostly found on the floor, like on the ground, or or do they climb? Um, No, they're, they're really arboreal, I would say. More arboreal and aquatic than uh terrestrial i would say dude what up what up with those cages they are they built into your wall i'm confused yeah they are you sick bastard those are sick as fuck are, are now are, are, are is there like a um 
is there like a pathway where they could just go up and down if they want or or did you yeah there's a little like a cutout that i can flip up and down but perfect i, I actually don't use it that often Why i normally not? just put one in the other one you just just to, just to you know hurry up and speed the process up <laughs> yeah it's like it's harder for them to find each other when it's that big okay <laughs> dude that is sick who came up with that idea is that your pops yeah like me and him both Damn, I gotta meet your dad, bro. Round two, your dad's coming on this show for sure. <laughs> you still live with obviously you still live at home. You're a senior in high yeah. school. Um, yeah. what would you say? You know, I don't want to get ahead of the, the show here, but what would you say like your overall goal or game plan is after high school with the animals? I mean, do you I mean because here's the thing, bro? Like, if you have it that good, I always like I had cousins that are in their 30s, and I'm not saying stay at your parents' house to your 30s, but <laughs> I have I have cousins that just have it so good that they don't leave home. And like, fuck it. If you have it, I guess, then do your thing, especially if you have animals, right? But what would be your goal? Like, when, when, what, I mean, what would you like to do? Have you ever thought about it? I definitely want to keep working with the chondros and the monitors, but I definitely want to try to move out like in the next five or so years. It's a good goal. And, uh, but I definitely want to have like a snake room and stuff there set up. That's what's up um all right let's get back into some chondro talk because um you know here's the thing bro like i i always say like the slow your roll is the best game plan with chondros i would say right because at the end of the day not too many people have a fucking uncle like yours uh, or, <laughs> or not too many people even have a connection to get their hands on some adult chondros that are healthy and ready to go you know what i mean um yeah, definitely but it doesn't mean that that can't happened to you like bro like i was able to get my first chondro clutch in 2017 because i got an adult import that happened to be big enough and i just paired because the male was big enough and it happened the eggs were all shit but it could happen right um yeah what's the game plan right now man because right now as of what i understand you already have snakes that are laying clutches um do you have other stuff that you're raising up and like other stuff within your chondro collection other than the adults or is that all you have or is the adults yeah so i just have the adults and the clutch that just hatched no younger stuff so you're basically making every you're basically making your foundation yeah from from, from the, beds like holdbacks pretty much <laughs> yeah you can't go wrong with that man um yeah because here's the thing i don't think it's a bad thing obviously if you want to spend mad money on a designer right but like shit they already has someone else's initials on it or something you know what i mean like i don't know like it's that's someone else's line and i feel like that's cool but if you could just start a from a base you know what i mean um yeah and it's your base is just a different kind of base because they're from your uncle you know what i mean um but what 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 is the game plan from here you know obviously you got these pure yellow bx um are you just trying to just keep this bx thing going or eventually are you going to add something like well, let's talk about that yeah so there's two clutches in the incubator right now, and one of them is a Jaya clutch. Jaya Purple. From Ed. Okay. And then the other one is a Biot clutch that's not from Ed. Those two actually came from Craigslist, <laughs> and I got a clutch from him. Good clutch. Nice. Yeah. Solid. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Next season, I definitely want to try, like, a Biot to Jaya pair or a Manicori to Biot pair or something like that. Right. I mean, you've obviously seen the the world of designers out there, and you've seen the locality stuff. Well, what what do you yeah. seem, what do you seem to favor most? I really like the locality stuff, but I really like a lot of the designer stuff. 
like the blue stuff and the the darker green stuff and the black stuff. I don't know. I like a lot of it, but um, the locality stuff I really like too. I just think like you know locality. Excuse me, designer shit is is amazing, right? But for everyone, it's not always yeah. afford. It's not always affordable. Like it's, yeah. and, and, it's and, and honestly, it's not even. Sometimes it's not even the money; it's the recovery. Like some people will buy their first Condro and spend 4K, and then that snake dies. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and and it's hard. Anybody, it's hard to take a fucking loss like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, yeah. So I always figured, you know, listen, if you could, if you could just get your hands on some some solid locality lines and just get your feet wet, you know, like just make sure it's worth spending that much on a snake before it dies on you you know because we yeah. all we all know it's gonna something's gonna die it's just the name of the game you know yeah um hey i mean how much let's how much chondro death have you actually dealt with and i'm just knocking on wood right now for you but i'm i'm, I'm so, just curious how much of how much of the, the the death side of things which we all know is out there um let's talk about that let's talk about death i've actually have yet to have one die for me yet jeez oh, <laughs> I jinxed the. I just jinxed the living shit out of it. <laughs> I know. That, I mean, they're all gonna die eventually, but all all, all of these ones here are solid right now. I mean, dude, you can't go wrong if you have Biak in the in the in the in the in the, the, the you know what am I trying to say? In the equation, if yeah. Biak is in the equation, you're gonna have something really solid in that animal as far as feeding responses go. You know what I mean? Um, that's why I love that majority of my shit's Biak. Like I, I have a lot of Biak stuff, you know. Um, yeah. But I mean, like I said, it's just it's all preference. I mean, at the end of the day, what has been the experience establishing your clutch uh, that you have now? Has it been pretty just easy, or what's what's going on with that? So nine out of eleven of them ate on the first try. Like pretty much took it right out of my out of the tongs, like no problem. With chick down then, or uh, no chick down? Um, some of them had chick down, but some of them didn't. I'm not sure if I needed to do it, but I did it on some of them that like took a little bit longer. Okay. And then, um, one of them just started eating like last week or two weeks ago and it's had two meals now. And, uh, one of them still has yet to eat, but I assist feeded him last week, a pinky head. I'll probably do that again tonight. So you're going so you obviously go day pinks, the day old pinks is what yeah. you offer, and, and and you just offer the full one straight off the bat. You don't offer heads for the first one, do you? Yeah, no full day old pinks. And you feed how often? Um, normally every week, but sometimes every five days. Five days is the the shortest I've done. And, and that's based off bowel movement, I'm assuming, or or what? Like what what what, what would make you want to feed it every um, five days? Yeah, sometimes they yeah uh, they just get it through quicker. They look skinny almost by the end of a week, so I feel like five days is fine. I'm sure you've heard me bitch and complain about my last clutch, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about it, obviously. That <laughs> I, yeah, it it does suck. But I gotta say the one thing that they all had that I can't ever forget going into my next clutch now is, you know, as much as a lot of them had all their meals that they were taking down. None of them were shit and solid. All their shits were very wet, like super, like diarrhea, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I've heard, I heard that could be many things. Um, what has the 
shit's been looking like for your baby chondros from what you've seen are they coming out fully formed or are they wet too I'm, I'm some of them are like fully formed almost like the adults but like micro size but right some of them are just like what you're talking about like diarrhea like mess like smeared all over and shit do me a favor keep an eye on those ones you know yeah. um because dude eight meals in prolapse you know what i mean you would you, you think eight meals in <clears throat> Even though yeah. it's fucking wet, smeared shit everywhere, um, you would still think like I'm good. This thing, you know, nothing's happened. But no, eight meals in, prolapse. And then the last one that died was like seven months old. I don't know, I had fucking twenty meals. I don't know. I don't know what happened. You know what I mean? But That's crazy. yeah, it's crazy. But but I just know that there had to be something wrong because I never saw a fully formed, solid shit from any of these these neos. You know what I mean? And they were um, eating like fuzzies already, or like stuff with fur on it. No, they, 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 yeah, they were. They were, I, I had everything with. I, I don't know if chick down is considered the kind of fur that they need, but that's what they were on. I was. They were all on, um, chick down. That's, and I, that's all I've done so far. They haven't moved up to anything with fur yet. Yeah, yeah but they're listen, on, like, yeah, they're I, on wheel seven right now. I've gotten baby import chondros, like little tiny baby chondros that shit solid. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just think. Hey man, not everything is gonna come out thriving and ready to go the distance. And uh yeah. you know what I mean? and it's also a numbers game too. Like I, you know, I I fucked up that incubation towards the end and, and it came down to just three and you know, it is what it is. But it's a numbers game, man. It's all it's all it's, it's all it takes is uh just one little fuck up on your clutch and that's it. Um yeah. but with with uh going back to your you cooking the eggs here, I mean what day were you getting your pips at? Uh, it was like almost day 53, like 52, 53. <clears throat> and did you let the rest pip on their own or did you cut them? No, I cut them all right after, like 30 minutes after. Nice. Okay. <laughs> and it what... said, wait, like, he said you could do it right after or wait like a day, but it doesn't matter. Right. Um, and no, obviously you had full success, right? 11 out of 11, you said, right? Yeah, all of them came out good and healthy. In what point? At what point do you like to separate them? I mean, do, I mean, some people like to just keep them in there for maybe a few days until they're perched. But yeah. you know, some like to let them have their first shed. What do you like to do? So I waited for all of them to come out of the eggs, and then I just got a picture, and then I separated them like the next day. Cool. Yeah. And your temperature for the babies are what? In the rack. Yeah. Um. So it's like 82, 83 on the warm side and like 80-ish on the cooler side. And you just – that that stays on 24-7, right? Yeah. Okay. What are your thoughts about substrate for a, a baby Neo? Do you like do you like to just keep it over water or do you like to just do a big water dish or very damp paper? What do you like to do? Um. Yeah, I just do a paper towel, kind of damp. I'll spill the water like every few days. And then um, I spray them like every couple days too. Okay. But um, yeah, paper towel with a decent sized water bowl in there. Because you don't, I mean, the, 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 for what you like to do is make sure the water dish itself is what's keeping the humidity and, and you don't have that paper fully wet or is it fully wet? Um, not all the time. It kind of like goes up and down. It'll stay right. dry for like a day sometimes. Right. But um, like every other day I'll spill the water bowl and spray them. Nice. All right. So, what, what what would you say? Like, if we were to speed things up, right? Um, 
you know, you're getting these clutches under your belt. First and foremost, as much as we would like to hold back everything, that's just not possible. Um, yeah. Are you looking to get into the game of just starting to sell some of your productions and, and, and be successful at that? Or, or do you feel like you're, you know, that you're not really looking to rely on finances when it comes to stuff like that? So I'm probably going to sell like half of this clutch, but, um, I definitely want to keep like at least four or five of them and watch them grow and see how those do. And then the Jaya clutch, there's only seven eggs in there, and I'll probably only let go like one or two of those if those all hatch. Jaya. Yeah, probably just going to hold back most of it. Jaya purrs, man, I, I got to say, I, I um, here's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to say I'm a, I'm a designer hater, but I just have so many localities I'm just I'm obsessed with. Like, I mean, you have certain localities that look like they're already like designers, right? Um, yeah. There's certain Jaya's out there. There's Monarch Warriors that are just like, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, but I feel like these are important ingredients. Like just how we're talking about Biak is important. Monarch Warrior, Jaya, I, I feel like is, uh, that could really change things for you. I feel like if, if it works out, I mean, you never know. But I feel like a lot of these things that are designers that are fucking taking things to the next moon in this world um, really stents from, these really good looking localities, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, you put things in a BX and you, it, sky's the limit. Kind of BX, BX is kind of a wild card, you would say, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get. Even like a BX to BX pair, you can get some crazy high yellow stuff or high black stuff. I like that black stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, what, what would be your ideal looking? designer adult like what's what's your cup of tea when it comes to that um i don't know like a bluish bluish and dark green like a turquoise bluish and dark green maybe with some black on it <laughs> i don't know what uh what is some of the stuff that you're you've seen that your uncle ed is like you know because i'm sure he's i mean he's like your mentor right i mean that i mean he probably has shit that you're just like but also, how much stuff does he have? Let's talk about that. Like, I mean, how yeah. much how much stuff does he actually keep right now at this point? It's not a lot, right? So he has like, let me think. He probably has like twelve chondros or fifteen chondros, maybe. And he still okay. has like a rack of ball pythons, maybe okay. like fifteen. And uh, <clears throat> he has some Angolan pythons. I think he has four of them still. Okay. Or like 20, 25 years old now. Damn. And then he has a couple jungle carpet pythons. And he has an older emerald northern female. Um, and then he has some king snakes. <laughs> but, how's, that, how's that northern look? Um, She's not looking too good, but um, yeah, I don't know. She's like 20-ish years old. She's old? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's pretty old. But I don't know. What would you... uh? I mean, it's hard to say, right? But like overall, like if you could take things however big you want to take them with the Condro game, how many clutches do you want to hit in a year? Like, what what's a what's like? I mean, in your mind, what's a perfect world with the amount of clutches you could hit in a year with the Condros? Um, I feel like more than three would be a lot, <laughs> just like a lot to deal with overall. But um, yeah, I think the most I'd pair is four females. So you think that since I'm pairing five up this year, I'm tweaking. I need to chill a little bit. You think? Um, I don't know. I mean, if you have the time and all that, 
I do. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's my, I mean, dude, my job is taking care of my animals. That's what I fucking, yeah. like, you know what I mean? And, and, um, yeah, I am busy, but still like, this is something where <laughs> it's a priority. Like this comes first on the list, stressing yeah. around. And also too, man, I, I'm just based off everything I've experienced with Condros. I've only had one clutch to bank off of, and I just don't want to just rely on one clutch to be successful. Cause you never know what this shit, bro. And, and I just feel like the numbers are on your side. If you know what I mean? I mean, I could probably be, I could probably be regretting this, <laughs> but I don't care. I'd rather find out. You know what I mean? At least I said I paired five chondros. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would be your like? Okay. So some people, man, they like to stick to mice for a long time or, or some people even just stick to mice. Um, what's the ideal diet for you when it comes to, you know, um, to, to the, the mice and rat thing? I'm curious. Yeah, so I pretty much only do mice. Ed Ed only does mice for his chondros. He never does. He used to do rats, he said, and he said they would get fat. So he only does mice. Um, but I've fed them rats before, and I've even fed them chicks before. Nice. But I mainly do mainly mice. So even for the big, the big females, they're on mice for the most part. Yeah, and Big, like jumbo mice. Jumbo mice. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I mean, do you think? Uh, I don't know because you got some people that feed their fucking chondros pretty big meals. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's, it's so I don't know because I I you got so many people that you respect in this game, right? Like, and I've never met your your uncle Ed, but I do respect everything I've heard that he's done so far. Um, and then I've talk to greg maxwell and other people who like you know even even stories about rico wilder and and and, and who else there was somebody else who was talking about how they oh um buddy bushimi right he was on the show not too long ago and he just did mice for a while and it's like man it's it just makes me confused <laughs> yeah i, I want to yeah. do what's right right but i feel like because i only because i'm used to it so i just feed him rats and, and but i also feel like Hmm. I don't know. Like we're talking about the monitors, how they should be diverse with meals, right? I feel like snakes should be diverse too, in a way. You know, I don't. I don't think we should just give them one thing. I don't. Yeah. I think. I mean, in the wild, I don't think they would really be eating like just the same kind of mice all the time. But um. Yeah, I think you could be successful feeding mice or rats. I mean, obviously you can. People have proven that. But um, yeah, I stick to mice. I feel like I feel like rats are more fatty for them, and like less dense calcium for the size of rat. Yeah, you know, and and you know, if you gotta look at this too. I mean, your uncle has snakes that are pretty old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he just had a thirty-year-old biak pass away. Like just my in the past age, months. I'm older than thirty, but still, like that's old. Damn. Yeah. That's sick. That's yeah. awesome. It was probably crazy. older than 30. He got it 30 years ago, and it was like a sub-adult from Bushmaster. Or I'm and, pretty sure it was Bushmaster. And, dude, and, and something about these damn arboreal snakes, well, chondros and emeralds from my experience, but, man, the older they get, the more majestic they become. Like, they are yeah. just so, like, they become, like, this prehistoric fucking snake throughout the time of being old. And it's like... Yeah. Dude, look at look how beautiful and big this thing is. But then, yeah. But then they then they go when they need to go. But they but here's the thing: these snakes should be living thirty years old. That's 
if your snakes on the average are living 10, 12 years, there's something wrong with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and, and I've, I've heard multiple people told me that's like their average lifespan. So that's why I'm like, well, hold on. Like that's, that's not right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, if I'm hearing people's snakes going out around 30, I would like at least my snake to be going out around 20 to 30, not fucking 10. Like there's yeah. something, there's something wrong there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm all, I'm just trying to, I'm all about doing things right by the animal or do things on the longevity side, because as much as I can't keep everything, well, I do know I'm building a sick ass community of motherfuckers that love what I do. And if you could put something so awesome into the next person's hands, like look what, look what Ed's doing for you. Right. So like, yeah. I mean, dude, I, I got enough passionate people I know who are obsessed about these that I would love to put, if I had that much work, like imagine if I'm like, God damn, like I got these retired breeders or not even retired breeders, but they're just not, they're just not a part of my, 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 yeah. my roster. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and they're, and they're only like 10 years old. Shit. I was told that 10, 12 years old is like prime. Like I heard that's like, like that's like, that's your, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's crazy to think, you know, it, it really is because like I said, I came into this hearing stories of people's snakes on the average dying from like 10, 12, 15 years old. And that's, that's literally half the lifespan. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's pretty nuts. I got to say it's pretty nuts. Um, emeralds though. What's up with the emeralds? You got any emeralds or no? No, I, I've thought about it, but I don't know. What, 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 come on. What? Oh man. It's the money thing. Oh bro. There, there was this guy at Pomona. Um, and he had a table, and they were like a thousand bucks. And he said they were captive bred in the U.S. Is there? Are they that cheap? I thought he was lying to me. I was like, yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Let's talk about how to avoid being scammed. He was. He was fake captive. Sure. Yeah, super cap. Especially like, okay, here's <laughs> you know, shout out but, to the OGs. Like, shout out to Rico Wilder. Do you ever? Do you ever see one of his OG tables like Rico Wilder? Have you? Do you see how yeah, seen his shit used to be stuff. set up? Yeah. Bro, like he had like documentation with the chondros he was displaying you know what i mean like yeah, like, like proof of everything yeah so yeah. if you if you have somebody barking up your fucking tree about captive born this and that and you say well can you show me parent pictures of the parents or like a picture of them paired up and they're like no nah, i don't have that well you're lying you don't have fucking yeah. you're selling me imports and it's it's as simple yeah. as that and, and, and you know that's that's the beauty about the game that we work in is that it's so easy to trace nowadays, bro. Like, you can't lie. Like, we got yeah. phones. Everybody takes pictures, bro. Like, don't lie to me. You can't tell me, oh, shit, throughout the nine or uh, throughout the six, seven months of the process, I just never happened to take any pictures. What? Like, you're fucking <laughs> yeah. lying, bro. Like, yeah. cap. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's just so easy to, like, I mean, I know a lot of people are naive and gullible, but guys, don't. Like, it, it don't fucking, just because he tells you it's one thing or just because it's written on the lid, no. You need a you need a challenge yeah. that you know, but they listen. That's why you out there need to join the Trap Talk Patreon family because if you run all this information through the Discord, oh, we we either validate it or we don't validate it. That's just how it goes. Because yeah. I've been scammed, bro. But like at the end of the day, like I'm no like I the way I've been scammed, I knew I was getting scammed. I just want to take the risk. I said fuck it. I just you know what I mean. Like I know I know I'm not paying no captive born and bred prices, and I know this this is more than an import price but this is a good looking animal so fuck it i'm gonna yeah be, and then it and then it re regurgitated <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude man i i don't know man i i think you definitely at some point and i think you will obviously get into the emerald game because 
you obviously been around emeralds you understand the level they are at like they are fucking yeah they're amazing bro they're sick but i mean you're 18 bro you're already ahead of the if you want to talk about being ahead of the game man you're you're in a good place i gotta tell you that right <laughs> now um but if it were to come down yeah. to if it were to come down to you getting um like over, overall this year there's you said you have the jayapur clutch that's cooking right now right yeah are are any other condos paired up right now they're, they're not no nothing more for this year but okay. there's a biot clutch five days behind the jayapur one but you're gonna pair again in august then yeah probably for that one female i'll probably pair her in august what about the other female the other ones i paired them up later like normal october uh october november <laughs> okay yeah. yeah so you're like your 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 females are kind of like on some east coast time because i don't know i i feel like and i don't know if this is just a a thing in my head but i always feel like stuff on the west coast typically goes later than stuff on the east coast like for instance like if you have your friends getting a bunch of clutches or dropping clutches like normally that happens that happens for the socal people a couple months later um but like you yeah. like you like you just i don't know i just think it's interesting um Cause like 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 I said, I'm about to get my first clutch. Where'd she go? She went to the hot side now. Yep. Now she's at the hot side. But I got my first I got my first clutch in her prelay shed right now, right? Um, but then everything I got like four other chondros that are getting locked and going. They look pretty good too. Um, yeah, nice. But I, I think it's all when you pair, man. I really do. Yeah. Cause cause pairing triggers follicle builds, right? Like you 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 would say like. I think so. I mean, I. I definitely feed them a little bit more like the monitors. I step up their food from once every two weeks to once a week. And uh, and I just cool them a little bit. But, yeah, that's pretty much it for the cycling. What, in your experience so far, has been the biggest, like, learning curve? Like, and it could either be the monitors or the chondros, but what's been the biggest challenge for you so far? Um... Probably just getting that one baby that still hasn't ate, getting him to eat. That shit's that's annoying. And All how, the other ones. how many days uh, has it been? Um, I think over seven weeks. This will be the eighth week on Friday. And you're assist feeding it every five days? I've only assist fed him once, but yeah, it was six days ago. And I meant right. to do it last night, but I didn't get to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that that's so you haven't offered him yet, or you did offer? Um, not in the past five days. I'll probably I'll offer again tonight, and if he doesn't take, I'll assist feed again. All right, hold on. Because listen, bro, I don't know if you how how I don't know how long you've been listening to this podcast, uh, but I do know you're a real one, and I appreciate you always tapping in. But I'm pretty good at predicting some shit in the future, dog. Like I can yeah. kind of see if something's gonna go certain ways or not, and I think I could tell you if this Neo is gonna eat or not. Um, but only if you. <laughs> Only if you answer some of these questions, okay? Um, yeah. So first and foremost, the 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 pink that you thaw out, it's thawed out in water. Or is it thawed out on a paper towel? It's thawed out in water, and then I put it on a paper towel and roll it around so it dries okay. after, and then I put some chick down on the nose. Okay. I want you to try this, and I feel if I feel I feel like something's telling me if he does this. It's probably not going to eat, but still, I feel like it's going to help. <laughs> okay, but try this. 
try yeah. and i know you don't have time too because if you put the damn thing in water it it it, it makes everything quicker but try yeah. to just air dry it. <clears throat> try to let this fucker just air dry and then get once you feel like it's like soft and it's pudgy whatever just just as long as it's not cold right yeah and then, then get water as as hot as you could fucking possibly get it yeah okay dump that fucking bitch in the water all right and then you dab dry it fucking yeah. shake, that, shake down it and, then and, just, and just honestly bro beat the living shit of that neo with that thing bro. <laughs> like fucking fuck with it like you know what i mean like yeah what i've seen man you could you could piss them off and if it gets pissed off that's sometimes yeah. trigger you know obviously you don't want to hurt the thing but you know what i mean bro like yeah put your frustration into the fucking <laughs> you know what i mean i'm telling you right now yeah it, and it works too man and, and i also from what i understand too not, not that i'm trying to tell you something but you know you could also see the position they're in too i mean how is it perched is it perched pretty solid and do you ever see it s down or like is it active um, like yeah something? yeah he even like caught lures with his tail he wiggles it at oh, night sometimes yeah Bro, he just sure. he has an eight he just doesn't want a wet, soggy piece of fucking shit. I'm telling you right That's now, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, bro. Take this advice and, and, and let me know how it goes. But yeah. air air dry, hot water, fucking dab on the paper towel, and then fucking chick down, shimmy sham, and, and it should be good, bro, I think. All right, I'll try it out. Yeah. yeah. And then also hit up Patrick because Patrick is my uh, – Yeah, Patrick just hit me up. <laughs> he said uh, text him about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This energy comes from Patrick, just so you know. I'm uh, yeah, thank you, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick is the man. Uh yeah. and overall, you gotta say, man, the Condro community is an awesome community to be a part of, right? It's yeah. uh cool guys. It's, it's a special place, bro. It really is. Yeah. Um, and honestly, for you to be so young, I'm just uh man, when I'm old and gray, you're gonna be like my age doing your thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing that, man. And and, and I know we'll stay in contact and we'll be doing things uh in the near future but uh what's your game plan you know it, like i said you never know where things will take you right but if you are really good at what you're doing here aiden um and i think you will be um and you have all these holdbacks and all this stuff do you ever feel like you ever want to go to shows like an anaheim super show or pomona and just bust out your shit and be like that next rico someday or or are you kind of scared about um, taking the shows you can be yeah real. I'm, I'm scared definitely scared to bring any of the chondros that shows just like i don't know if they'll fucking eat when i <laughs> when they're sold or if i bring them back or whatever and like if there's mites or whatever is at the shows but uh the monitors i don't know I, I really don't think i would ever need to just because of the demand but i think it would be cool to set up a table at least like once that would be cool damn dog that would be sick as fuck yeah uh, just because you know you know dan from dm exotics yeah i don't really know him but yeah i see him at pomona and stuff i love like the fact that he still comes and does his thing here it's awesome like that guy right there is yeah he's a dreamy individual like i love what dan what dan does like he you know worked his ass off retired yeah. now he's now he's living the dream right but yeah. it's so sad not to see like like I, I look forward to going to Pomona and Anaheim Super Show. I look, I look forward to going to almost almost any Reptile Super Show. But what made those rip, rep, those Super Shows even more special was when Dan had all those chondros at his table. He would yeah. have he would have all these red, yellow neos like over like ten at his table all the time, 400, 500 bucks. And I'm telling yeah. you right now, man, those are the ones you get your hands on. You know what I mean? Um, 
because yeah. if, if, because because if you did have a really bad experience, Dan was iconic for making up for it. Like he he does yeah. not he does not put that shit on his name, man. He wants to make sure you have a good experience by that animal, and that animal does well for you. And if it does it, he wants to know about it. That's what that's what made Dan Dan, man. I'm telling you, that was yeah. man. That he was he was. I feel my in my eyes the best importer I've ever worked with. And the best importer, I feel like, in the game who did things right by the animals, establishing and putting in the hands. Because typical importer, bro, they get it and send it. They don't give a fuck. They're just like, yeah. you know what I mean? And then they lie to you and they tell you, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. had, had this many meals and it's never had any meals. Anymore. Yeah. I've heard a lot of bad things about a lot of people, but I haven't heard anything bad about Dan ever. Yeah. yeah. Not that he's perfect. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, check it out, man. I have a wrap-up question before we get into some hot tea questions, okay? Um, How is it being your age and, like, keeping your focus? Because, I mean, you can't really neglect, especially with the animals you work with. Like, you have stuff that needs your attention daily. Monitors is a daily thing, right? Um, Yeah, definitely. 18 years old. You're 18, right? Yeah. Such an iconic (laughs) such a perfect age to start fucking up right like it's like <laughs> you could i mean you have that excuse almost right um but do you do you, do you feel like are the animals keeping you that grounded like do you feel like like are you good on when you turn 21 going to pop bottles and going clubbing and shit like that or or, or are you into that kind of thing and you can keep it real too but i'm curious uh, like, how grounded have you been because of these animals um i'm definitely busy a lot of the time because of them and school like both but I definitely still go out with my friends and stuff and have fun pretty often. <laughs> but So you are trying to pop some bottles someday is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All <laughs> right. We, we fucking, listen, I, I – I, uh, <laughs> you ever meet my dad, bro? My dad's like – we're, we're like Peter Pan. We just don't grow up. You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> I, I might be in that club with you someday, man. Never know. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because – let's see. 21 you're 18 that's in what three years damn man we, yeah. we we both might have some serious chondro clout under our under our belt by then so yeah. or or a lot of death either way yeah One or the other. Say, very excited for very excited for what you have going on for you man i gotta say uh whenever you get a chance go give your your pops a big hug i didn't hear much about your mom but i'm assuming your mom's a big supporter of yours right as well um, yeah she she doesn't like snakes at all but yeah, that was she my mom, bro. Cool, yeah. Well, either she way, man, it. you wouldn't be where you're at, and you wouldn't be on this show if it wasn't for those two. You know what I mean? Yeah, so uh sure. go give them props. Make sure you tell them I give them props. And uh tell your tell your uncle Ed, I think he's legendary, man. I mean, yeah. do, you, do you ever do you ever think it's kind of far fetched to get him on this show someday? Or you think I was he's thinking about that? that. I can I mean, ask him. Yeah, man, maybe <laughs> just an maybe just like an audio one or something, you know? Like you could yeah. just call call in if he's, he likes it. He's pretty close to you. He's yeah, like he's, between. He's down here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What part? Like you know between, what part? Uh, huh? You know what part? He's like around Temecula, San Diego area. Yeah, Temecula. That's like Temecula is forty-five minutes north of yeah. San Diego. So it's a, yeah, it's it's yeah. I guess it's still considered San Diego County, but yeah, Temecula is beautiful, man. I mean, that's yeah, it's I mean, really nice. You have a thick ass pad. Yeah, it's so sick. <laughs> Temecula. He, he like built the house he's at, and it was like the first one of his neighborhood. Oh my god! So it's probably yeah. worth so much now. He's probably balling right now off that. Fucking yeah. Property. Does he have any yeah, kids? Definitely. Huh? Does he have any kids? 
Yeah, I'm not sure how many, but I know he has at least a few. Damn. Yeah. That's what's up, man. All right, well, listen, hot seat question time, okay? You ready for this or what? Yes, sir. All right, guys, let's get the likes up. I know we're around 60-ish, but this guy, we had just shy of 80 people, so why don't we get the likes up well over 70 because mm -hmm. it's hot seat question time for the young OG, legendary reptile breeder, Aiden Bradley. You ready for this, Aiden? Yes, sir. Here we go. Let's Coming go. in hot. Hot questions. Frozen thought or live? Uh, frozen. A cut or no cut? Um, for pythons, cut after oh, pit. <laughs> All right. Pre first shed meal or post first shed meal? Um, post. Favorite locality: Green Tree Python. Biok. Favorite locality: Scrub Python. Um, I don't know them too much, but I think the Highland ones are like the more yellowish, like brighter you ones. Know your right? shit. The Highlands are the Highlands, man. You already yeah. know those, those are the good ones. Um, yeah. Yay imports or boo imports? Um, yay. One reptile you would import anywhere around the world into your collection right now, what would that be? Um, probably a bengal monitor or clouded monitor what about one reptile nobody should ever import ever again leave it alone um so clouded tortoises <laughs> ideal first time reptile for a first time keeper um bearded dragon pretty easy go-to i would say yeah or ball python if you want a snake you know, if you want to be a boring ass, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, I, I am a boring ass. Um, steak or fish? Uh, steak. Favorite cut of steak? Um, I don't really know, honestly. I, I don't blame you. Of, I mean, you're 18. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know how many cuts you've experienced, <laughs> but I don't think, for the most part, you're like able to order your own cuts. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I used to. I was such a fucking pain in the ass when I was a kid. Like I, I would just order what my dad ordered, and my dad always ordered the expensive shit. You know what I mean? That's pretty much what I do. Okay, there you go. This guy is the head of the game. All right, little word association. First thing to come to mind: milk. Um, cookies. Cocoa. Uh, substrate. FedEx shipping. Um, this sucks. Green tree. Python Facebook groups. Um all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about this? First time Green Tree Python keeper. Um good luck, I I think. Good luck. Yeah, that's all I can think of. Biggest no no when keeping a green tree. Um don't keep them super wet or super hot. All the time. Instagram trolls. Annoying. <laughs> if it came down to you wanting to go to one reptile show anywhere around the country that you haven't been to, what reptile show would that be? Uh, probably Tinley or Arlington. I don't know. I've only been to California shows. And California shows are sick, bro. They all hit. But I got to tell you, yeah. man, when you, when you dip out, when you go to the other parts of this country – and you start fucking 
seeing who's out there. It's awesome, bro. But either way, I mean, we got it going on out here too. So as much as you need to go out there, they need to come out here. You feel me? Either way. Yeah. Uh, but man, that's been a fucking wrap for my boy Aiden. Aiden, I got to tell you, we just had shy of 80 people tapped in for this episode. Okay. What do you have to say to everyone out there rocking with you? Everyone who wants nothing but greatness from you. What do you have to say to all your supporters, bro? Thank you, everybody. Thank you for watching and supporting. Damn, the youngster, man. I appreciate you so much. Hey, Aiden, stay yeah. in school, buddy. Stay in yes, school. Sir. Graduate. Yeah, almost, Do big things, man. Yeah. Hey, I'm, looking, I'm looking to collaborate with you in the future, bro. Whenever, even even yeah. if it's podcasts or we switching animals, whatever, bro. You're you're yeah. you're you're the real deal. But uh, that's a wrap for my boy Aiden. Yes, Ladies sir. and gentlemen, give it up. Thank you. Yeah, bro, have a good night. Thank you, bro. Thank See you. you have a good one. Peace out. Later kid has his whole life ahead of him wow 18 years old has more success with condros than my ass does i'm 37 not mad not mad i'm just very impressed I'm very happy how like literally a teenager could do what i'm trying to accomplish if you love what you're doing if you have your heart in the right place if you're not a piece of shit, and I'm just kidding, you can still be a piece of shit and breed these things. Obviously, we all know that. But still, anything's possible. And uh, yeah, great episode. Thank you, everyone who tapped in tonight. I appreciate you so much. I'm very happy to see the turnout for this 18-year-old's very, his very first podcast. 18 years old, monitor clutches under his belt, chondro clutches under his belt. Go give him a follow. Um, and yeah, very happy. Guys, okay, so exciting news um if you thought trap talk was the coolest reptile podcast in the world i have more information to back that up and that's because trap talk's going from three times a week to four times a week can you believe i added a fourth podcast to the weekly roster i can i can and i'm going to tell you the biggest reason before i show you what's cracking here tomorrow every tuesday six o'clock pacific standard time we know when I start talking about reticulated pythons, how much my, I get very passionate. I love the reticulated pythons, super dwarfs mainly, right? But I also love the mainlands, okay? There's so much to be discussed within the reptile world, but there's so much specifically in the retic world that needs to be covered. So much that I feel like I could get away with bringing retic, nothing but reticulated python content every week, Tuesday right here the trap talk reptile podcast with my co-host okay listen i know you guys are like damn mj cool but listen i'm not alone on this one i got fucking i don't i mean i, I don't want to call it protection but we do got hatchets in our hands so don't fuck with us but guys starting tomorrow six o'clock pacific standard time i bring you fat snake tuesdays that's P-H-A-T, pretty hot and tempting. Snake Tuesdays with, of course, your boy MJ and Eric Lee. That's right. Eric Lee, the number one super dwarf breeder under the trap history books. I mean, a lot of you guys out there know or feel like Eric Lee's the number one SD breeder out there. And no, this is not Pacquiao. This is Eric Lee, okay? For anyone out there who's wondering who the gentleman is in the picture that is eric lee he didn't shave for a while i think he went like six months without shaving and that's all he got on his face and he let his hair grow too but 
he's cleaned up. He's still buff. And we're going to, dude, we are going to be tapping in so heavy about Retix. Hope you guys are fucking ready, man. Um, and also, too, think about the uh, inside talks we're going to have about Eric Lee's projects with real super dwarf localities, real super dwarf bloodlines. Like, you're not going to get duped no more. You know, easy it is to get duped in the fucking Retic world to get a fucking fake ass super dwarf. That's, dude, those days are over. If you if you subscribe to this channel, those days are over because we're going to give you so much information on how not to get duped. We're going to bring other highly respectable super dwarf and retic breeders to this segment going down every Tuesday. I, I'm so excited. The trap is taking over. Nobody's fucking with this podcast at all. Not even a little bit. Seriously. I love you guys. Cannot wait. Woo. Oh, yeah. So that's going down Tuesday. And then, okay, what's next, MJ? Tell me more. Well, it's it, it's about that time. I would say after tomorrow, after we get our first fat Snake Tuesday episode in with Eric Lee, it is Tinley prep time, man. It is. I don't know about you guys, but I am so Tinley ready. I'm ready to fucking rock and roll with all my peeps. Cannot wait to tap in. Um, whoever out there who thinks they're going to Tinley, it's not going to be a hot Tinley. Nah, you're wrong. This Tinley is going to be so hot. Okay. It's going to be just as hot as an October Tinley. And I mean, not temperature wise, but energy wise. Will Moros in the building. Khalil, are you going? I forget. I don't want to say that. But anyways, I know important Canadians that are going. Uh, some big baller Americans that are going. It's just going to be fucking something you don't want to miss, man. But guys, it's time to get Tinley ready as of Thursday night. And who am I bringing to the podcast Thursday night? It is Vin Russo for that round two, baby. Vin Russo is a legendary vendor when it comes to Tinley. You could literally walk right by his booth and check out all his amazing bloodline of boa constrictors. Nobody is touching this guy when it comes to the blood boas. 100%, okay? So we have a lot of things to kind of catch up and finish up on when it comes to this Vin Russo episode. But more importantly, I'm going to be super amped up for this podcast because it's that time to get ready for tinley man and i hope you guys are ready because like i said vin russo is such a g when it comes to the boa game and you guys know out there come on it's vin russo vinny russo come on can't wait episode three four wait i think that's 315 yeah 315 not 314 wait yeah episode 315 we're going fucking tough aren't we all right guys listen that's all we have enjoy the rest of your evening please go hug your loved ones love yourself really love yourself more importantly okay love what you do respect your other just just man just love please love yourself you love yourself life becomes a lot easier um and like i said thank you just thank you for spending your time with me um if you're looking for exclusive content of course Go down to the link in the description below. Join the Trap Talk Patreon family if you want to support what I'm doing. If you want to keep me going, come join the Patreon family. As soon as you join the Patreon family, link to the Discord. You get to tap in with over 160 people. We are all about our shit. It is about the animals. That's right, okay? We don't have a goddamn weak-ass Patreon page where we just talk shit about people. No, we talk about the animals because that's what we got going on. So if you're into animals... You should be joining the Patreon page because that's what we talk about. That's what we do. We really about our business. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Aiden Bradley, you're a G player. You're literally a G. A little envied about your age. But listen, looking, looking forward to your future, man. And I'm looking forward to seeing you guys next time. Have a good night. Love you guys. See you at the top.